0: What's cracking, lovely people? It's the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, I'm Matt. I'm the nutritionist by trade, but I do this podcast as a little bit of a hobby. I love to have conversations with people around food, uh, their own nutrition, so performance, nutrition, and health, sometimes for body compositional change as well. Uh, I have conversations with people around business, around staying resilient when they're busy. And this one's, yeah, this one's interesting today. We've got someone on the show called Ricky Lightfoot. So he's a trail runner. He's a fireman by trade. We connected through a mutual friend, Ed Norman, who I do some of the North Face training with. And it's really good to get him on the show. And we're just going to basically talk about how he got into running, how he does all of the miles and all of the work and how he kind of pieces it all together. So, Ricky, welcome to the show. Yeah,
1: thanks very much, Matt. Thanks
0: for having us. Hey, good man. So I think let's just continue the conversation before I, before I uh, started recording and you were just letting me know about how how you got into running and and obviously how long you've been doing it so just just let the listeners know a little bit about your story really yeah so so basically i, I sort of come across running by chance really um you know when you
1: when i was in secondary school um there was a a sort of caretaker come round uh, and he would ask some of the kids if they wanted to come and do a do a fell race and i sort of said no at first but sort of changed my mind a few hours later so I got in touch with him and said yeah I'll come along um, so I went along to this fell race one weekend and it was a typical sort of Cumbrian day mm. uh, you know it was it was in January it was wet it was it, you know it was full on winter it was cold muddy and I, I ran the race and got lost and spent another 30 minutes out and you know it, it was something really connected to me and you know up until that point I, I was yet to find my sort of um my sort of thing, you know, my sport, and I knew from that, that minute running that race that, um, you know, fell running was going to be for me. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it led on to, to bigger and better things over the years, and um, I picked up a sponsor 10 years ago with Salomon Running and started doing trail and mountain races all over the world, and, you know, that ended up being rewarded in, a, you know, various England vests and Great Britain vests, Mm. Um, you know and I'm still continuing that forward today
0: mm. cool so what for the listeners what, what is a fell race because obviously pe- people run on the road trail running is becoming more popular so people might not have heard of fell racing can you let people know about that yeah so ba- basically a fell race is um
1: there'll be a number of checkpoints either on the summit or you know or just below um or some a, a place what stands out and Basically, it's the quickest person uh, quickest person to get to those checkpoints, uh, by any means. You know, whether you take the trail or whether you go through all the um, the the heather and the the, the shrubs and stuff. Um, so it's the quickest person to get to that point and back to the finish, um,
0: as opposed to a trail race where it's on on obvious marked routes and it's it's quite a lot of the time it's flagged as well. Mm, mm. So obviously you you know you're super experienced. So you you have a you know a way of doing things and preparing for races, but then on the day, does it does it kind of take hold and you know you may deviate from your plan and then like you said, you'll take a route that's that's a bit different or are you far more calculated now? You're you're very experienced. How does that go for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you you think you're really experienced, then you'll do a race like there's one a race tomorrow and you'll do something totally different what you haven't done before. It's, sometimes it's just totally unpredictable because you. You know, you you don't know the people who's gonna turn up, the quality of the field, and then um, for example, the the weather as well. I mean, this week you put it dumped a load of snow in the Lake District, mm. um, and t- today it's mostly gone. So, but it's, again, it's forecast snow tonight. So you, you just don't know until that, that that you get to the start of the race. But but yeah, in the past I've made mistakes and I've I've took I've took wrong turns and. Uh, missed checkpoints and you know I've gotten lost but you, you know to me it's all part of the fun really
0: yeah 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 that makes sense and then the the distances that, that you do with with you know we'll talk about the, the racing in the summer in a second typically does that vary too or, or are there certain distances that you that you prefer or you enter because you know the, the brand like you to enter them how does that work
1: yeah so to be honest, in 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 the UK, you can find a fell race from anything up till, you know, I think the, the shortest one's about a mile, um, and you know it's been running for over a hundred years.
0: And really, but,
1: you know, you you go complete to the other side of the scale, and you can find fell races, you know, what a what a sixty mile, seventy mile, and um, you know, you know you're out for the majority of the day, really. Um, but yeah, I I sort of. I, I sort of, I've done the long ones and I've done the short ones, but I, I sort of prefer prefer the marathon distance and maybe maybe just a
0: little bit further, like fifty k mm. and I find that suits my type of running a lot better than than the longer stuff. Mm, mm, mm. Sure. And then I assume that you know you're, you're training when you can around, around your shift work for. For being a fireman, you, you obviously get you get in your your miles and you get in your, your hills and, and obviously you get in all your training when you can. Do you get visibility of how do you fit it all in? Obviously, do you do you get your 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 timings for work in blocks and then you can decide when, when to get out on, on the trails and the mountains and things like that? Yeah, so 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 with work.
1: Um I I know my shifts, you know I know them for the next 10-15 year really if I wanted to, to find out oh. so I know for, for definite it's definitely two days two nights four days off so I know you know I can plan plan well Ed. really um, but on, on the other side of things as well I, I have got family and I've got to try and manage work uh, my, my daughter and, and training which sometimes it is hard work but if you want something bad enough you'll find the time to do it so in the in the past, which when my daughter was a, a lot younger and she 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 didn't really go she didn't go to school, um you know that that time was the most difficult to try and fit training in because my partner was going back to work and I was off through the day, mm. and I would try and fit it in early mornings and late at night and I've seen myself get out at like you know five o'clock in the morning for a run and then just trying to squeeze my second run in I've been I've been out at ten o'clock at night, mm. um so you know I've you know, but I, I want it I want it bad enough that I'll do that. I'll find the time to do it. You
0: know. Definitely. No, that makes sense. So of, often you do. You know, you when you can, you try and do a couple of double days. You do. You run in the AM. Run in the PM.
1: Yeah, it, it, and that just works for me because it it works a lot better to split the time up rather than going out for a you know a block of three hours where I'm I'm out of the house. Mm. But I can I can quite easily fit an hour and a half in the morning, which is which is easy and then I'll, I'll either wait till my daughter goes to bed and I'll, I'll try and tr- fit a little bit more time in, in, in later in the day mm, mm. but obviously are, you know I do get I do get on on a Sunday or a, you know on a weekend and try and get a, a longish running Um, but usually that's to either you know in the early hours or or, or later on, or when um, when my daughter's busy or my partner's busy mm,
0: mm. that makes sense so for people that listen to this that you know, get getting into racing or wanting to run and train. I think what you're saying is your advice is, you know, if you obviously want something, you've got to make life and everything like that work and then you've got to get in your training when you can and you know, it might not be ideal running running late at night, but then like you said, you, you can get used to it and um, you know you get you get your training adaptation from somewhere and you just you know you, you just kinda of grease the groove and, and figure out what what works best.
1: Yeah, that's right. And the thing is th- you know I, I've been said to people oh how do you fit it in and like you know I've got a full time job and I'm single parent and, you know these the ways and means to fit it in whether you're you trying to fit it in at your lunch break which I do at work as well so you know when I'm on a day shift I'll, I'll get out early in the morning for a run and mm. then I'll fit another run on the treadmill at work at lunch mm. uh, this just means when I get home I can spend it with the family rather than have to go out again mm. um, but you know if, if you sit down and look at your, your sort of there's always uh, a little a little bit of area where you could squeeze something in whether it's you know uh, body weight exercises or you know a quick a quick 5k run around the block is better than nothing at all
0: yeah yeah I was going to ask you about treadmill and stuff because obviously you know you you get out when you can I've, I've seen photos of follow you on Instagram I spoke to Ed and you know you're you're someone that's always out on trails and and training but you know, the, the treadmills are kind of a, a sneaky tool, isn't it? And it's something that, you know, may, maybe people people shy away from. Obviously, getting out on roads, on trails, uh, it's, it's you know, it is it is the thing. But what do you tend to typically do for the treadmill stuff? That could be quite an interesting thing to talk about for some of the listeners. Yeah, so the, the, tre- the treadmill, really, if I chose... I wouldn't choose to, to use a treadmill, to be honest, but mm. sometimes it's just... It's, it's more time efficient for me to, you know, I'd rather I'd rather just
1: have a small lunch or even sometimes a skip lunch mm. to have a run on the treadmill, mm. um, you know, because I, I just prefer not to eat a big meal in the middle of the day. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I do use a treadmill at least once a week. Um, anything from doing, you know, 5K tempo till mile reps, kilometre reps, uh, two mile reps, anything like that and I I find it a really good tool because I I find personally that I can turn my legs over a lot faster on the treadmill than I can out on the road Mm. and once I've done a session on the treadmill I find that my running on the road when I I get out and do a a session outside I I feel as though it it does bring me on a a lot Mm. Um, so the the treadmill at work goes
0: up till uh, 4 minutes, 16 second minute mile pace
1: um and you know i will run my 400 efforts at that and um yeah i just I, I do think it's a really good training tool and i don't think enough people use it but mm. one thing i would say though is i wouldn't i wouldn't get blocked out on doing miles and miles on the treadmill you know my sessions are never more than sort of 8 miles um and you know around about 40 45 minutes
0: sort of time wise Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, would, I would recommend a treadmill to anybody, to be honest. Mm. That's, that's really good. Now, I've spoken to Ed a bit about that, too. And like you said, if you're doing some some quick, hard sessions, if you're robust enough, it definitely transfers into moving quicker, you know, on in the outdoors. Decent.
1: Yeah, it does, yeah. And I think leg turnover is really important as well, because if you're running and you're not managing to turn your legs off so quickly, when you come to running downhills and stuff, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have that in your, in your legs and in your body to, 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 to push forward, you know, because you can, you can run really quick coming downhill, or even, you
0: know, some four, some four mile pace, really. Wow, incredible, and that's obviously like you said, where the tech, the tech, the technique in in your sport of fell running really comes into its own, running, you know, running quick yeah. downhill is a skill that you must have to learn. Oh, cool. Okay, so. So yeah, so what have you got? What have you got coming up? Obviously, I've understand a bit a bit about your, your training environment and and your past history of running and your work. So what's what's on on the horizon this year in terms of your your, your races and your mountain running?
1: Yeah, so so the last two years I've been on the sidelines with a, with a recovering from a hip operation. So this year was really last year was about getting back into the swing of things and trying a few races. And this year I wanted to really make count because you know I feel as though I've lost two years of my running career um, due due to sort of recovery and injury. Um, so yeah, early, early this, later this month I'll be running the Three Peaks race in Yorkshire. Um, it's always been a bit of an opener for me for the for the season. It's the sort of they call they call it the sort of
0: marathon with mountains.
1: Mm. Um, so. It, yeah, I think there's there's about four and a half thousand feet in it, and it's about twenty three mile, um. So that that's going to be the first sort of big run of the year, really. And it it's it's all about once I've done that, it's it's slowly building up to the, the trail running world championships, which are in Portugal at the beginning of June. Mm. So, um, that's that'll be the next build up race, and I I plan to race in in France as well at Sky Race. Um, sort of middle of May Um, but yeah this is all building
0: towards Portugal Uh, so I can can be in the best form I can be. Cool and is that so do you you represent England or GB with that or is that you representing yourself and obviously with the brand and things like that how how does that work?
1: Yeah so um, earlier in the year you had to, uh, to be considered for selection for the Great Britain team you had to put your name forward and you had to write you know, write your C V for the past sort of twelve months and mm. you know, your your background but but most of them already know your background um and you push forward for selection and fortunately
0: I was lucky enough to be selected in January mm. um off current form just just this winter. Mm.
1: Um yeah, so I'm part of the a uh, strong G B team going to the, the championships.
0: Cool, and I'll, I'll and I'll find these, um, you know, I'll find these races and links, and I can put all that in the show notes if people want to find out about those races and, and follow you. Is the best thing to do, you know, keep keep in touch on your Instagram and Twitter. Is is there any any sites or anywhere you recommend listeners go to to keep up with those races?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, most things, you know, most things I'm busy with, I, I always put through Instagram, and for for
0: me, Instagram's a bit of a diary, so I know. You know, I can put down where I've been and you know
1: mm. what I'm planning. Uh, but yeah, there, there'll be there'll be something on there, and there's a there's a website as well which I'll, I'll sort of put out at the time. Uh, till a link to the race in Portugal in, in early June.
0: Cool. Okay. Hey, decent. So I suppose to you know to to wrap up, if if someone's keen to get into a bit of fell running. And uh you know we can people can get around trains cars all that kind of jazz in the UK. have you have you got any ones obviously really good tip around the the race in in, in Yorkshire? Are there any other ones that you would signpost to people to to kind of find find the love for the sport that you have for it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I am pretty biased, you know. I love I love the Lake District, and uh, you know, the, I've I've travelled uh, to a lot of places all over the world, but every time I come back and. Uh, you know, I I come into the Lake District National Park. It's like it's like whoa, it always hits us, and it's amazing. And um, you know, there's a there's a there's a hell of a lot of places I haven't been in the Lake District yet to explore. Mm. And you, you know I've been running for nearly twenty years. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I think if if you can't fight if you, if you you know if you live in a place like London, you know you haven't always got some you haven't got mountains on your doorstep or anything like that, but you don't, you don't have to, you can find your own little trails around or your own little hills. Mm. And I think the main thing if you are just starting off is to to, to find your groove and enjoy it really because it, you know, if you if you don't if you don't enjoy it and you know what's the point? Mm. Um but yeah, pick out the little trails around, you know, even even in the city as well. I'm sure there's like little side streets and cool little places to explore. Mm. I know every time I come to London it's um, you know I, I love just to to go out and to without a map or anything and just you know
0: just find my way and film my way through the streets which is uh which is pretty cool mm, mm, definitely all oh, right great tips cool so I'll link to your Instagram in the show notes so people can check that out I will um yeah I'll put up some information around some of the some of the races and some of the some of the things you're doing too and uh yeah it's it was great I just was keen to have you know have a bit of a conversation around how you got into to your running and, and i knew you'd be very passionate behind it and um you know that that quote that you said you know if, if you want something bad enough you'll, you'll find a way to do it is um you know it's useful information for people to take away really yeah yeah no no i hope somebody i hope
1: you know if you pick anything from there it's uh, that's a good thing like so
0: cool nice one okay everyone okay. Well, look, cheers for listening to the show, everyone. Like, like I always say, if you enjoy it, please share, share with someone, and um, yeah, if you if you're subscribed, thanks very much. I'm up over nine thousand listens, and uh, it's absolutely great. I do this thing as a hobby. I reach out to people that I really, uh, you know, really respect and 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 hear good things from other people about, and we capture little conversations. So, thanks for coming along and listening again soon.